and 40 seconds. And hello, welcome everybody to Students' Union Weekly. Uh, my name is Michael, I'm your sort of guest host. I'm being sort of phased out as the host right now. I'm kind of... Uh, <laughs> Training, uh, training our next hosts as we speak. Uh, I'm the former Vice President Operations of Finance of the University of Calgary Students' Union. And I'm being joined by both of the new uh, Students' Union Vice Presidents who are going to take over from me. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hello, everyone. My name is Adrian Alcantara, Vice President of Student Life. Don't worry, Michael, your eviction notice is still being processed. <laughs> still in the mail? Exactly. I'm not officially out yet? <laughs> not not quite. <laughs> okay, great, great. I, <laughs> looking forward to when that comes in. Um, I'm, I'm Shazia. I'm the new Vice President Academic. This is my first time on the show, so I'm fairly excited. Um, yeah, it's, I just mainly just want to let you know, Michael, that, you know, it's a 30 day notice. So you do have some time still. And <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm already aware of squatters rights, so you will not be taking advantage of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they're, they're gunning against me there. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's great. Is this your first time on the radio ever, Shazia? Or is this, uh, have you, have you been on the radio before? This is my first time on the radio. What? Yes. This is what? kind of a life dream for me. Um, very excited to be here. Uh, Yo, live on air, Shazia's first ever radio appearance. Yes. If you've ever spoke to me in person, you would definitely think that I should have been on the radio before this. Um, but no, I've never been. No one's ever allowed me in front of the mic before. <laughs> Uh, maybe it was because now I've taken up an official position as a representative that I'm allowed to. <laughs> but, you know, I'm very excited. Yeah, now they're like, well, we weren't gonna before, but I think we have to now. <laughs> yes, I can be trusted now for sure. What is uh, what is your degree in, Shazia? Oh, this is a golden one. My degree is in communication. Communications. Yes. Is that right? And this is your first time on the radio? <laughs> first time live on the radio. I've done lots of recorded podcasts and things like that for projects and voiceovers, but I've never been live. Um, and yeah, I'm in communications, but I'm also in political science and psychology. Damn. <laughs> and that's, that's all of the degrees, I think. All of it. Yeah, I've maximized my potential here under under the, the, one, the one entrance. Uh, get that combined degree is very good value <laughs> and <laughs> i support my interdisciplinary education always so it's a great opportunity to get your wings spread a little bit more before you graduate and take advantage of the fact that you've already paid your admission fee and <laughs> exactly. you've been here you've created your community and everything and then there's also embedded certificates that i've been part of and those were really rewarding so now i'm just on my tail stretch of doing my honors mm. thesis this year as well as working for the students union and representing students all the time Hell yes it's the best way i could potentially spend my final year couldn't be glad absolutely absolutely i i agree students union good job it's a good it's a good job to have uh i'm a little bit biased of course there was hesitation for those who picked that up <laughs> uh, the students union 
is a wonderful employer. Uh, <laughs> I have I have Michael. I'm threatening Michael right now for those who can't see us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's holding a gun to my head. I mean, uh, he's not holding a gun to my head. <laughs> oh, we've already ruined the show, Michael. Oh, oh no. God. Oh, God. Next show. Oh, God. Cam, come here. Um, I'd like to go on the record stating that I see no weapons in the studio <laughs> right now. Um, Narc There we go. There we go. <laughs> they're just they're just fronting you know um, we are much, just fronting they're much softer than they than they put on <laughs> on this show clearly um <laughs> that's right yeah and um, i gotta say surprisingly you know i was definitely a little bit worried about the the stress of the job and just the office life and and taking on this full-time position after being a barista and <laughs> a student for so long uh but the support has been immense. It's It's been really great. And even just considering my own um, challenges with neurodiversity and other other elements, I've, I've felt very mm-hmm. supported moving into this role. And of course, that can feel very different for everybody. But it's been nice to have a, a student staff, a staff that is yep. geared towards supporting students always. And, and they, they are showing up to work daily with that mandate. So it's been a really great experience, much much better than entering uh, corporate Canada. I'd absolutely, say. absolutely. So I definitely no recommend <laughs> definitely recommend getting involved with the student union, uh, students union before you graduate if you have a chance. It's it's a really rewarding experience already for me, and that's not even considering the amazing work I'm going to be able to do for students and have already begun doing. Yeah, of course, which I look forward to watching from from the sidelines. Uh, yes. yes, as long as that eviction notice is respected, we will have full <laughs> no. range to watch. I thought they would forget about that. <laughs> all right, so um, we'll talk all about that when we come back, but how about some tunes coming up? Um, the song that we just heard uh, at the top there, for anyone who was wondering, that was Pulse Star by Vangelis off of the album Albedo 0.39. Vangelis, uh, of course, is the electronic musician who uh, was responsible for a lot of the you know film scores that we know and love, such as Blade Runner. Um, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I love that long <laughs> list. That long list of scores. Uh, but yeah, very talented musician. Just recently passed away, uh, so figured I'd play one of his songs on here today. And uh, yeah, let's get some more tunes going. Uh, you're listening to Students Union Weekly on CJSW 90.9 FM.
that we're back uh this is students union weekly i'm uh, michael and i'm joined today by my beautiful future hosts adrian and shazia um and uh, the songs that we just heard for those of you that were wondering uh just now that was night and day by hot chip off of the album in our heads uh what a solid band name by the way hot, hot chip. chip you know yeah. what? i'm gonna start a band called guacamole yeah <laughs> There probably is one already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Collaborate with uh, Hot Chip and you yeah. can uh, call your first album Fiesta. Anyway. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, Personally, I think their opening band should be Guac is Extra. Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> right there. Followed up with, with some Hot Chip. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I think it's uh, it's Hot Chip like, uh, like Fries, like the British version. I think it's a British band. Uh, anyway, and then the song just before that was Atari by Hiatus Coyote off of the album Choose Your Weapon. So any thoughts on that? I was going to say, I was going to say, um, no, 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 we don't need to talk about weapons. Anyways, moving on. All right, Michael, how, how, how are you feeling taking over? <laughs> how am I feeling about being taken over from? Yes, actually, yeah, tell us about that. We haven't really been asking because... We haven't really cared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you've decided to start caring for the show. <laughs> um, it feels it feels like um, okay. I was gonna say it feels good, which it does, but it's like a very bittersweet good. Mm. You know, like I'm gonna miss the show for sure. Uh, but I know that it's in capable hands going forward, so I've uh, nothing to nothing to worry about. Well, that's good. That's some strange confidence to have. In us. Yes. <laughs> I mean, listen. If that's the thing keeping you grounded right now, I don't know what to tell if, you. We don't have a solid foundation, just throwing that out If there. I was able to take over the show successfully, anyone can do it. <laughs> oh. You heard it here first, people. You, you, anyone can do it. You got, uh, a comms, you got a comms student and you got a business student. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got to talk about your degrees a lot. That's what Assad and I did last year. <laughs> we would just uh, every now and again, he would just ask me some music-related question, <laughs> and you and you could tell, like I could tell anyway, that he didn't actually like have he didn't have the destination of the question in mind when he started. He was just like <laughs> he wanted me to talk about music theory, and he was just like, 
So did you notice about that last song, how it, it kind of goes do-do-do like that? Assad's all about the journey. Yeah. Come you know? on. That's exactly. such, a, such a philosophy major attitude to have. I love it. That it's, is true. It's very, very philosophy. Mm-hmm. Our very own philosophy major. And then in in return, I ask him questions about Hegel and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the deepest conversations not meant for daytime radio. <laughs> the oh, ponderings goodness. of a philosopher. Oh, yes. Hegelian dialectics at 11.23 a.m. <laughs> You're going to wish you had another coffee first. Exactly, exactly. So tell us about your degrees, you guys. What do you? <laughs> what excites you guys about what, you, what you're studying? Well, according to <clears throat> what I have to say, Haskane's like always listening to what, I, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, and we love Heskane. Um, what's it called? Yeah, no, um, we're doing a, concent- a degree in business, but with a concentration in organizational behavior and human resources. Swapped out of accounting because accounting was not for me. It was not a good time. It was, oh, goodness. Accounting 341, I'm sorry. It was not, it was not a pleasure doing that class. Get got accountants. It's not because of the professors. It was just because I was not good at it. <laughs> just to clarify. Oh, if you're a an accounting professor, you should take that quite personally. Stop. The, oh, goodness. <laughs> the amount of stuff I'm going to receive in my email now. It is possible to teach accounting and be successful because mm-hmm. I think there was a Teaching Excellence Awards winner to, this year that was an accounting professor. Um, but... You know, it's definitely not an easy one uh, to retain people That's right. with. It's it's <laughs> it's a difficult subject to to instruct and to be a student in for sure. You got to have some internal motivation to to get through some it. Some internal motivation <laughs> yeah. to account. Yeah, that's yes. right. <laughs> Enough yes. about me. Go to Shazia. <laughs> it's Adrian, too traumatizing. Right? You feel like <laughs> you're giving me vibes of like a, a North Korean diplomat who is being asked some tough questions. Um, according like, to my media training, I uh, yeah. you, you know like um, oh, yeah. these media questions training. these questions will be asked uh, will, will be answered in due course. <laughs> in, in, due in, course? Due, in due course. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh what was that i <laughs> oh i remember that media training as well yes in in due course in due course <laughs> in due course yes exactly oh uh, god so uh speaking of uh in due course communications <laughs> what's that yes. all about what excites you about communications Shazia? the possibilities within it i think i found my way into communications in a really odd way i actually started in psychology in a bachelor of science so my first couple years were full of biology and chemistry courses and things like that Mm. um i was good at in high school but i I was not good at it in university it's not easy (laughs) um and luckily instead of just getting discouraged i definitely continued to kind of look a little bit into what my options could be and I took a communications course like comms 201 before I took my year off um, Mm. and that definitely started to just open up my eyes to what communications studies and it going beyond just being that kind of easy degree of the university. Um, I I tend to really disagree with that statement because I think it's something that kept me away from wanting to go into communications even though it was such a natural fit for me Um, but it's definitely very it's what you make out of it, right? And it's uh, it's great for all kinds of life skills, but also for looking deeper into, you know, the power structures of our societies and just the mm-hmm. power of language and the way we frame things. And honestly, 
right now it's ever more relevant because of media and all of the nuances of of our media landscape uh, today. And I got into some courses about journalism and democracy and things. So that was really starting to catch my attention. And I started taking poli-sci courses as well then. And I was going to do a poli-sci minor. And then I wanted to add the combined degree. So I (laughs) went for... Um, a Bachelor of Arts in Multidisciplinary Studies, which not many people know about, but it's a really interesting program because you actually can take two minors, essentially, and create your degree out of it. And you do a capstone course at the end, Arts 503, that allows you to bring those together, no matter how different they may be. I was in the class with some people that were in computer science and sociology as their combined um, I was with some people that are in, you know, teaching and education and also Interesting. So all kinds of stuff. And that was a really cool class um, to bring everything together. And I couldn't suggest that degree more because it definitely allows you to explore what you're interested in and the intersections between it all. Because ultimately, I went back to psychology as well and, and added that into my multidisciplinary. And all of them fit very well together in the world of looking at things from multiple perspectives at the same time. So I've really gotten to become an interdisciplinary learner and an interdisciplinary scholar. And I think that's where I consider myself now is that I'm a Mm -hmm. communications major first, but it definitely just opened the world up to me of what's possible through academics and and critical theory and all kinds of uh, (laughs) different fun things that, you know, Mm -hmm. relate so much to our daily lives and and the perspectives that we have about it and really just the day to day that, um, creates the reality mm-hmm. that we're living in because that's one thing that communications really addresses is that it is created, it's fostered, and it's done in several ways. So that's really what communications opens you up to seeing. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was a very comprehensive answer. I I have no questions. I, was, <laughs> in, I do have a comment. In I, short, it is just a glorified marketing uh, <laughs> that is market. That's so not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. All the art students are going to come at me now. Go ahead. Not game. to say that you can't take a marketing class when you are in communications because there is marketing 341 that I did take. And you know what? I succeeded really well in it because of Damn. my communications background. Shazia is always <laughs> selling communications. No, and... we're selling Haskane here. <laughs> That's I, I think I'm with two Haskane students here. You're, you're on top of your salesmanship game. Well, you know, communications is really all about getting the message across and, and knowing your audience. <laughs> so <laughs> that's really what you learned to, to do. And um, I think it's just really interesting to see how, how interdisciplinary it is really by nature. There's things that you'll cover in communications courses that span, you know, marketing, they span uh, rhetoric, and they also look into journalism. And I also took a special topics class in intellectual property, which was fascinating. Um, one that I took this semester for comms for was uh, Paranormal Communications with Dr. Glasberg, Paranormal which was amazing. Um, I've did, taken you, did you try to communicate with ghosts? <laughs> Were there attempts? It was an option if you wanted to do that for, like, your personal project, but it was definitely not required whatsoever. Damn. Um, Wait, you're serious? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm taking this class. Yeah, it was fascinating, and I believe did it anyone, is being Did anyone again. succeed in communicating with a ghost? I don't think that they, like, phrased it maybe that way, but people were sharing a lot of personal stories of, you know, just experiences that they maybe didn't have language to put to before, and... I think it's really like amazing when you put a group of educated people together um, and people that are curious <clears throat> through education with those skills and those mindsets to have uh, the ability to do analysis and, and think uh, qualitatively and, 
and use the the academic background that they have to have really educated discussions on the more obscure topics that uh, you know the, the more obscure yeah, topics because you know what the, See, the bottom line is is that they these obscure topics they find their way into our, our public sphere no matter what people are going to be discussing them so my perspective is is why not have people in an educational institution discussing these things with the guidance of a of mm-hmm. a professor who's got over 50 years of experience behind them and uh, all kinds of students that have, you know, the background in communications that's required to, to discuss these types of topics from mm-hmm. an academic perspective. That sounds like one of those courses that is uh, offered because it's like within the specific professor's very specific interest. Absolutely. You know? That what? is Dr. Glasberg to a T. And I am so grateful for him because <laughs> these are the, exactly the types of, of nuances that need to be drawn upon in communications, I believe, is that, you know, these are these are things that are on the outskirts, sure, but if if we're not discussing them in in educated arenas, mm-hmm. really, they're kind of uh, left to be discussed in in the obscure, and and we can't put meaning to them. So I think that uh, that's one power that he definitely has is is bringing forth those types of things. And there's plenty of professors like that, I think, across the university. Um, I know NUTV actually looks like they've started a series, um, mm-hmm. and the first interview was with actually with Dr. Glassberg, which Look is amazing. At that. <laughs> um, but they're going to be talking to academics that you know study a little bit more obscure things at the university and have been in academics uh, for years as well. So, kind of blurring that line between the traditional perspective of academics and really integrating more lived experience. And I think this also gives a lot more validity to the importance of Indigenous ways of knowing mm. and um, considering, you know, the lived experiences of BIPOC students and, and allowing them to integrate it into their work so that we really can be cognizant and have a lot of meaning, not just for the work that comes out of um, these types of courses, but the students' experiences themselves while taking them. Mm-hmm. Well, jinkies. Well, jinkies. (laughs) I told you, don't put me on the radio. That was was like a a critical examination of the field of communication. It's like, I'm in music because I just was in band in high school. (laughs) Yes, thankfully I had an identity crisis multiple times. So there's there's very little that can be simply explained for my purpose of why I'm doing something, um, which is probably why I'm not on the radio. <laughs> oh, oh! I've also had multiple identity crises, but I've just uh, sort of done nothing about it. <laughs> you just stick through. You stick through. Well, that's I'm nice. I'm just like I decided something when I was 17, and I'm sticking with it. Are you the eldest sibling? <laughs> I am. Ah, I, does that not the eldest daughter? That's typically I feel like eldest daughter in any kind of immigrant family gets. Gets the identity crises for sure, and mm. a lot of the times we we don't have the option to not address it. <laughs> and uh, that's I think you know one thing that I could say my courses did actually help me do was validate the fact that these experiences I've had throughout my life are are a part of me as an academic, and and they'll only bring more value to my work. And there's a way to work between looking at biases and and things like that, and also integrating lived experience and. I think that's mm-hmm. why I truly do love communications is because it's a field that's open to all of that and um, a lot of other disciplines aren't and that's why I've kind of added on polyscience psychology mm-hmm. to study because those are a little bit more of a rigid, those are more rigid disciplines but yeah. they have really important components that are essential to understanding things and communications and speaking on them. Mm-hmm. I think Shazia just checked my privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Live on air, I just got privilege checked. 
again, that eviction notice is coming. That me? eviction notice is in the mail. I <laughs> would like to clarify if Michael doesn't have a home with this eviction notice, we <laughs> will be reconsidering so that, you know, we're I'm, taking a humanitarian focus. A first humanitarian approach. And ensuring that the, housing is guaranteed. I was under the impression I was being evicted from the show, not from, like, my house oh let me scrap that document hold on <laughs> adrian's going back and changing some things he's got a few calls to make <laughs> what, was that not what we were doing <laughs> oh boy uh well while we discuss this hilarious misunderstanding uh let's get some uh some tunes going um i've been uh playing some arabic music in pretty much all the in, in the last like five or six episodes i've done so we're Get, getting a little Arabic pop music power hour right now. <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm here for it. And Michael, I will continue um, the the presence of the Persian music. It, it won't <laughs> absolutely, <stop. laughs> Ab- you absolutely should. All right, this is Students Union Weekly on CJSW ninety point nine FM. Keep it locked. <laughs> Let's 
everybody enjoyed the uh arabic music uh power hour that we just had here <laughs> uh that song that we just heard was narin uh by muhammad Salim, and that is a single uh not off of any album a uh, little saudi arabian pop music for you there and uh before that one was ta'ala adalak by baha sultan off of the album sigara Anyone want to guess what cigar means? <laughs> Stop. No. I'm like, Adrian, whatever you say on air <laughs> will forever be recorded. <laughs> Not that I had anything bad in mind. It was just that I'm like, I can't say anything. It's sensitive on accident. <laughs> and what's important is if it happens on accident, I can't take it back no matter what. <laughs> it's the worst part. Exactly. Oh. 
Um, it means cigarette, so I don't know. I, I was uh, That's what I was thinking, and I was like, it probably is cigarette. And I was like... This, this wasn't a trick question. And that's what I was thinking. I was, is, it a, is it a trick question? Thank you, th- thank you, Mike Brown, for the media training, by the way. <laughs> you were equipped. You were ready Shout for this out, moment. Mike. Um, yeah, the media training is just making you guys not answer any questions. Like, um, next, please. Thank you. So, Adrian, uh, how are you today? Um, I'll look into it. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take this to the relevant stakeholders and I'll let you know. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a question for the university, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that is a question for the university. I agree. <laughs> Stop that. I, you know what? That is a question for the university. No. Yeah, how are the students doing? <laughs> how are the students, you know? Exactly. Why don't you answer that? The university. <laughs> Stop. We're not trying to build contentious relations with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're starting the uh, the uh, uh, vitriol right away. This is this is vitriol weekly now. <laughs> Stop. First, first it was the Nigerian Students Association. Now we're like butting heads with the university. <laughs> I mean, we, my exec, we're going like, to my ELT meetings and they're just going to have like a copy of the script from the show and... I'm going to have to just, like, like apologize profusely for, for what Adrian said on air. Well, you know <laughs> that what? has damaged the relationship. You know what? Maybe next time, next time we're on air, I'll just bring the B-movie script and we can just listen to that the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If, if they bring the transcript of this show, bring them the transcript of the B-movie. See how they like it. <laughs> yes, that's a power move right there. I, I think that shows preparedness. Exactly. It shows professionalism. And you it know, shows that, you know, we're really dedicated. Like yeah, it's true. Putting forth, <laughs> Adrian might have said this, but have you considered Jerry Seinfeld said this? You know, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was an argument that was like used significantly during the tenor of Seinfeld being on air, and just afterwards was probably like what people would <laughs> would be like, you know, oh, you said this, yes, but Jerry Seinfeld said this, oh. so you know, <laughs> I, heavily I quotable. Like- I feel like it's not quotable in, like, a winning an argument against your friends kind of way. <laughs> Depends who your friends are, okay? <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're beating your friends in an argument with, with you know, events from the show Seinfeld, I mean, I guess that's a group of friends that I want to be part of. I was, I was going to make a joke, but I'm uh, I feel like I'm there's got to be a Reddit, like, there's got to be a Reddit thread about this somewhere, <laughs> you know? about, like, simply just owning your friends and arguments using, <laughs> using, <laughs> using like quotes. old sitcom lines <laughs> exactly well yeah. there are a lot of reddit threads <laughs> in there's, general there's gotta be one there's out gotta there be one. there's always one mm-hmm. you know my dog stepped on a bee anyways that's highly that's tragic really so dangerous i was like my biggest fear with my dog in the summer is that she's gonna get stung by a bee or even worse she's gonna like go to eat it while it's flying and then <laughs> she's gonna get stung in the mouth like no she has a severe allergic reaction no, to no. it. If you ever want to see a pit bull like swell up like a balloon, I don't want to see that. Yeah, what? it's it's awful. <laughs> but dog. pollinators are very important, okay. so it's all about a balance. Okay, no, no, no. R slash whoosh. Anyways, um, so <laughs> my, I was, I was gonna say, yeah, to, to to your dog swelling up. My dog is always swollen up, especially on their behind. Uh, corgis, <laughs> corgis are notorious for for that big. Big luscious uh, peach figure they got in the <laughs> <dust there. laughs> mm-hmm. 
Excuse me, Adrian? What do you mean? Objectifying your dog. Stop. I'm talking about food now. Get out. <laughs> Don't give the university more things. To Stop. We're to not print quoting off me. Of that transcript. Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Michael Hoskin, come defend me. <laughs> Michael Hoskin? Yes. Oh, because I guess he's just talking the about closest. food. You guys, the pe- the people at home need to know some very deep lore about Mac Hall and about the SU. This is going to be the lore central, <gasps> uh, the lore centric oh, version of SU Weekly. Uh, Tell us the lore. The, <laughs> you guys, I, you guys are the ones bringing the lore to. We're anyway. making new lore. You know that's we're all part creating of it. new SU lore. Exactly. Adrian yeah. gets impeached. That's gonna hopefully Adrian not gets happen. Impeached. Um, and uh, Michael Hoskin comes to our rescue in the middle of the radio show. Exactly. <laughs> um, sweet. So uh, Shazia. You had something that you wanted to yeah. talk about here. I was going to the... say, this is like a perfect natural switching of gears because this is, <laughs> this is actually not a something. This is something Are you that subtweeting the SU, me right now? <laughs> the SU has been advocating for for quite some time now, and it's been on the VPA's um, list of, of tasks and goals for the last few years. And um, I want to talk about open education resources, OERs. And well, uh, this, is, this I, is your time. I know that. Um, a lot of people are just honestly confused sometimes by the acronym. Anything with acronyms, there's so many of them out there. But if you ever see OERs, it, it means open educational resources. And essentially, these can come in the form of textbooks, videos, you know, even like quizzes and simulations that you can run online, um, for example, questions. And they fall under like Creative Commons license or similar <laughs> copyright rights so that they can be easily shared um, and adapted to remain relevant. And the primary thing here that I want to focus on is is the work that I will be doing this year to keep up the work of past VPAs towards this um, initiative and really kind of allowing for faculty to be supported in, in utilizing these tools for their teaching and, learn, and learning quality and, and just beyond that, really trying to advocate for institutional support. And I actually was on a meeting uh, for an Alberta-wide initiative uh, this morning for OER. So there's a lot of work going into it and both uh, my a lot of my predecessors actually before have, have been involved in this, namely Semhar and, and Renzo both. And, you know, I, I really want to continue that work um, towards open education resources because they serve to aid financial barriers to success. And that is something I'm very passionate mm-hmm. about. Um, you know, with with that alleviating stress, it really encor- encourages students to be more curious throughout their undergraduate degrees. And I have to give OERs a shout out for my success too, because, in my first years, I spent a lot on useless textbooks that were mm-hmm. really only referred to, for example, questions, and they cost a lot of money. And I had yep. some friends drop out, you know, because they thought this was this was the standard of what university was going to be like throughout the years ahead. And that really doesn't set anyone up for success. It's quite stressful, and it's really just discouraging to what the post-secondary experience and learning can be. So. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully every every week we'll have a little bit of an advocacy update on several academic things and we'll rotate it. But yeah, I just wanted to share that, you know, this will be something that you can look forward to this year is more advocacy for OERs and really ensuring that faculty are equipped to utilize these in their courses and support students in their teaching and learning with it. And really just letting that trickle down to the ability for students to access um, their resources Mm -hmm. a lot easier and without barriers um, and really just aiding 
especially marginalized groups of students to success. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. I mean, like if this was any other sector, you know, other than education, if if this was video games, you know, people people get so angry when a video game expects you to pay extra to access the features inside of it, you know, but but for some reason in this sector it's just something, you know, in education it's just something that's expected. Yeah, it's know? a norm, right? And I think that disrupting that norm with with education itself and information and the supports really I think that's what we would love to see is is as student leaders just seeing a little bit more support for uh, faculty from an institutional level, from a government level that will aid in this work so faculty can adopt these and really use them in their courses. And I would love to see first and second year courses involved in open education resources more. Absolutely, It's one way for students to just have their stress reduced in that first year with that really yep. big sticker shock, especially as tuition increases and inflation across the board. And it's also one way to address the shortage of printing materials and printed materials yep. thanks to the supply chain. <laughs> so again, all over benefits to, to increasing OER usage. And I'm excited to be able to work with this over the year. Mm-hmm. And the benefit that I think I'm most excited about. Uh, it takes money out of the pockets of publishers. Yes. Don't get me started on the intellectual property course I took and boom, boom, boom. the dark world of publishing I learned about and academic publishing and the fact that researchers are paying to have their research published and then having it yep. given back to people that have already paid to access the information then have to pay again. So it's, it's really just a, a vicious cycle that isn't really conducive to knowledge being produced and Mm -hmm. also for teaching and learning in general. So to remain relevant, especially in such a fast-paced world now, and academia has always been one step behind. And we used to have the time to be that way, but now we really don't. And this is one way to really address a lot Mm -hmm. of the challenges that we have with higher F, with post-secondary education now. I I had a teacher. I won't say who, uh, because this uh, probably goes against some university policy, but they... (laughs) They um, had a uh, like a supplementary kind of textbook that came up in the conversation in that class that day, uh, and they happened to have a, a pirated version <laughs> that they <laughs> uh, that they had like on their laptop, and they offered to send it to us. Uh, but they they called it the uh, uh, the the Jack Sparrow version, <laughs> the the JS version. <laughs> so they sent us the JS version. Of that is creative. <laughs> that is very creative. Oh, shout out to that teacher. Uh, so okay, I don't want to run out of time before we introduce the songs that you guys picked. But uh, yeah, both of our future hosts here, future co-hosts. Uh, have each picked a song that we're going to close off the program with. So uh, do you guys want to introduce your songs real quick? Okay, I I guess not. I don't know the official information for my song. Um, Uh, Just tell us why you you chose that song, you know. Uh, What what about that song interests you? Um, For me, anyways, I know the artist. Um, Yes, Uh Canadian artist. Um, from Montreal. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I don't know if he went through a name change for his thing, but from my, what I remember, his name was Isaiah for, for his like stage name. But I, I knew him personally. He was a good family friend. Uh, he has no idea we're playing this on the Okay. Radio. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, Canadian artist, starting strong. He's done several gigs back in my hometown. Nice. So yeah. And Shazia? I have brought. Uh, Forward Sleeping Sickness by City and Color. 
uh, as my song that I chose today. Um, it's got vocals from uh, Gord Downey on it as well, and that was the um, lead singer of Tragically Hip, who mm-hmm. passed away uh, a couple years ago. And I think, yeah, I brought this song forward because it's never disappeared in my head. I absolutely love City and Color. I have for a long time. I was a big Alexis on Fire fan, and I think that this is a great note for me to start off on because it brings two of my favorite Canadian artists forward. So, yeah. I love that. All right, so we're going to hear these songs, and that's uh, the end of the show today. Uh, keep uh, keep it locked for The Good Medicine Show coming up right after this. Uh, I've been Michael Hendy. I'm Adrian Alcantara. And I'm Shazia Jinnah. And we'll see you next week. She said, honey... Can you stay with me? Chillin' late with me. Cause I don't wanna do a single thing right she said, me. Can you stay with me? Chillin' late with me. Cause I don't wanna do a single thing right now. Rock the bed head like it's a crown. With my queen and the queen. Yeah, that's how we get down. I ain't trying to get up. I ain't moving around. I'm still trying to figure out what this movie's about. We got the Netflix on straight chillin'. Not a single bit of worry, what a feeling. Got us trapped in the sheets like a prison. Now the cuddles turning slowly into kisses. And we do the do, we're moving smooth, yeah. Cue the ooze, I'm glued to you, oh. When she like this good, what am I supposed to do? That's just that Sunday fun day. Forget about the mundane cash that we gotta do. In a bit, I gotta That's boo. just that Sunday fun day. Forget about the mundane cash that we gotta do. In a bit, I gotta she boo. Honey, can you stay with me? Chillin' late with me. Cause I don't wanna do a single thing right now. Can you stay with me? Chillin' late with me Cause I don't wanna do a single thing right now I don't wanna do a single thing right now Tell me what you want and I'ma get it right now If you wanna smoke, I gotta live right now I don't wanna pass it up, I'm chillin' right now Shorty with a body line, so fine Got me on wine, pastime, confined To her finest wine, she the type that's hard to find Hair up in the bun, eyes shining in the sunlight Woo! How you be strutting like that? Money in the bank, how you guap like that? Like, baby, I got no money. And these dudes be acting little crummy from the way they moving, kinda funny. That's that summertime shine. Eating sushi, rolling doobies, and these suckers wishing that they knew me. Cause I'm really vibing with a baddie. Catching pulling up to your Addy. Open up the door, wearing nothing but your panties. Said, honey, can you stay with me? Chilling late with me. Can you stay with me? Chillin' late with me. Cause I don't wanna do a single thing right now.